Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Back to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, September 13th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got some news on member stock trading. Number two, Senator Lindsey Graham trying to introduce a 15-week abortion bill. And number three, Chuck Schumer, he's the money man. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We have been covering the twists and turns, the stops and starts of stock trading and the effort on Capitol Hill to uh, really rein that in when it comes to members of Congress, when it comes to potentially staff and even beyond that. And we've got some news this morning. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Well, first of all, Democrats had suggested um, that uh, uh, they were going to put out their stock uh, ban, their stock trading ban for members of Congress and, and senior aides and spouses in August. Uh, August has come and gone, Anna. Uh, uh, <laughs> it is? It has? Oh, you're right. It is September 13th. <laughs> it is September. We are halfway through the next month, which is September. Uh, and w- we are now told that Democrats are briefing committee top committee aides on this this proposal. Now, one of the a couple questions, is, uh, there's a, cu- a couple lingering questions we hope to get to the bottom of in the next couple days. Number one, will it include senior staff? Uh, and remember, some of the, some of the, um, some of the, 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 just to give context here, some of the, the proposal was to allow members to have mutual funds and, and, and spouses to have mutual funds, but not trade in stocks and, and equities, um, which seems like that, that seemed like the lowest common denominator. But now there's a question about whether senior staff will be included in this. Um, uh, and there's a question about what they're going to do with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court does not have any um, disclosure requirements right now. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has been very firm in the idea that it should, that the Supreme Court should have um, uh, some requirements, uh, depending on what what that looks like. Um, and so the House Administration Committee, which is chiefly responsible for this, has been has been briefed. The aides on the committee has been have been briefed on the plans, and we are told, again, um, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see whether this happens or not. But we are told that the House is going to vote on this proposal this week. Now, I, I will say this, Anna: we have seen just from a political perspective, and actually, we should write this in the newsletter. I'm just thinking about this now. Um, you know. This has actually been playing on the campaign trail. I've noticed Chris Pappas, Democrat of New Hampshire, has has run an ad on on stock trading on how members of Congress should not be allowed to trade stocks. The theory is that they come a lot across a lot of non-public information, whether they know it or not. I mean, members of Congress, as many people listening here know, under they just come across a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of information and briefings and meetings and all sorts of stuff. And and there's no real I mean, it is against the law to to trade to trade on non-public information. But the point a lot of people make is that, like, members of Congress basically exist in a world where they're always coming across non non-public information. So they should they should frankly have to um, they shouldn't be allowed to trade stocks. That's what the theory that's how the theory goes. Um, and, and I, I think, to be honest, with you just I'll, I'll, I'll kick it over to you after this. It will pass. It should pass if 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 it comes together. Meaning, if the bill comes together, I think it, it voting against this, voting to a, to allow members of Congress to keep trading stocks, does not seem like a particularly um, um, uh, tenable position for some members of Congress. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's if you chart though back even I don't know nine months, certainly two years ago, where where Congress is today and the fact uh, that they are uh, moving forward, this is a very different position than a lot of members historically have taken. To your point, a lot of people have said, "Listen, this is already illegal. We don't need to have something else that moves forward." I think the bigger question, and I think the question I think I've raised on this podcast quite a bit, and I think you we've talked about it back and forth, is it's always the details. As much as they've promised that this legislation was going to come up time and again, and that they were going to move forward on it, um, you know, whether it's senior staff, whether it's spouses, whether it's the Supreme Court. I mean, there's a lot of things that, um, you know, just that the, really the devil is in the details. And I also think there is something I would just say, I, you know, I, I agree with you. This, if they if they craft some legislation, this is going to be a, a I you know unless something really dramatically changes, I I would expect a big vote from both Democrats and Republicans in the House on this. But I would just say you know I I think that there, you know there's there's something to be said that it that there's a lot of people who think it's the lowest common denominator of folks who are running for office right now. There's not a lot there's not a lot of incentive to do it, and this is just another disincentive. Um, you know, depending on how onerous or how how this is crafted, um, that you you could see members and uh, wanting to be a little bit careful on. Yeah, I I, I mean, but again, um, the the practical impacts of this, Anna. If you are a member of Congress, I mean, it does as you as you can indicate it. It will discourage some people from running for office if they have to liquidate their portfolio, put it in a blind trust. That could. Um, uh, 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 it just could disincentivize people from running for office and senior aides, especially in, in addition to that, right? Um, if they can't own stocks and they own a bunch of stocks that they've had for, you know, a long time, or if they worked for, let's say they worked for a company that gave them stock grants, it just, it, it is tricky. It will change the way Capitol Hill works. It'll change a lot on the Hill. So I, I, I understand how this could be a very tricky, um, I just understand how it could be a tricky uh, deal for for a lot of people who are who are considering either running or working on the hill. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Um, we are looking at uh, some legislation. The Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, is expected to offer today banning abortion after 15 weeks. He has a press conference scheduled for noon on quote, Pain Capable Unborn Child Protection Act. Um, the South Carolina Republicans Office did not respond to a request for comment on Monday. This is interesting, just kind of coming out of the Dobbs decision, the fact that Democrats have really um, latched onto this as a key issue they believe that is going to help them in the midterm election, uh, and the fact that Graham is, is moving forward with this. Uh, yeah, I, this is just going to be this is going to be proof positive for Democrats who um, who want to say that uh, that Democrat that Republicans want to ban abortion. <laughs> this is just a this is a gift for a lot of Democrats who are going to say, listen, um, you, you see a senior member of the, the Senate, senior Republican member of the Senate looking to ban abortion. I mean, they've they've said that a million times on the campaign trail. Now they have a, a piece of legislation to point to a press conference to point to where where Graham is going to say this outright. Um, now, the the big question going into 2023 and 2024, if Republicans have either chamber um, and decent chance they will have one or both, um, although not decided, let's put it like that, uh, not decided, um, is w whether they actually do that, whether they actually vote 
on a um a an abortion ban of uh, of any sort of um at, at any point it, obviously that's tricky we've seen polling across the country that indicates that not terribly popular with with uh some voters but um we i think it's safe to say this is going to be a very uh, this is going to be a, an undercurrent of and a, and a narrative. No matter who, if Republicans take any chamber, uh, either the House or the Senate, in uh, in about six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to just talk about two quick things, and then we're going to get into this Schumer um, money drain, which is it, or money item, which is really interesting. But um, I do think I've been talking to a lot of folks uh, yesterday about kind of what's happening in the schedule. I just want to just tee up here: same-sex marriage per, uh, permitting reform, both caught up in partisan fights, Jake. I mean, um, particularly same-sex marriage. I mean, it seems to be plugging along, but uh, the, you know, the, the schedule is tight, and both of these are uh, things that we are watching really closely. Yeah, let me just run run through both of these quickly. The permitting the permitting piece. So uh, Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin had a deal to do permitting reform as part of the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, it couldn't get into the reconciliation bill because of the Senate rules. So now uh, it's going to be handled on the on the continuing resolution. Um, and uh, that's where Manchin wants it. That's where Schumer that's where Schumer wants it. And um, uh, but progressives are pretty, pretty pissed off at this. Uh, they don't want to subsidize um, uh, fossil fuel exploration. And, and um, even though this does include permitting reform for clean energy projects, it's still a tricky proposition for Democrats to vote to, for. Bernie Sanders has said he will not vote for any continuing resolution, which includes this. So it's not clear how this is going to play out. I talked to Mitch McConnell yesterday. Uh, about this issue. He said he doesn't think much of the Manchin proposal. He prefers Shelley Moore Capito, Demo- a Republican of West Virginia. So we have two West Virginians in the mix here. It seems like they're going to have to cut some sort of deal on permitting reform. Now, either um, uh, both Shelley Moore Capito and Manchin are both talking about the same thing. Uh, Manchin told us yesterday twice he was tickled over that. I've never heard anyone say they were tickled over talking about permit reform. Um, but hey, listen, it was uh, he, he's pretty pumped about this. Um, they're going to have to come to some sort of conclusion uh, that includes that he, they're going to have to come to some sort of conclusion that allows this to ride on the CR or they're going to have to kick it to another piece of legislation, which Manchin said he's not interested in. Um, it could go on the NDAA, the Defense Authorization Act. I, it doesn't seem at this point like that's going to happen, but they need to figure that out. Let's just talk quickly about same-sex marriage would be historic if Congress could pass this. Uh, two options are find 10 Republicans to get it through on on its own, try to put it on the CR. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, enough, Mitch McConnell's not said where he is on this. Um, he says he'll talk about it when it comes up. Now, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe he'll talk about it sooner. I I, I don't really know when he's we're going to try to keep getting an answer out of him on this. They don't have 10. They're trying to get this religious liberty amendment through wrapped up so they can um, get this through. Uh, Time is running short, Anna. They got to figure this stuff out in the next couple of days. Yeah, it is. I think there's a lot of folks trying to figure out and play the play the game of what's going to happen, particularly when it comes to permanent reform. All right, let's move on quickly to the number three story of the morning. Um, Chuck Schumer, the money man. Um, Always interesting to see how leaders are doling out money as the um, elections draw near. And Senator Chuck Schumer, the majority leader, is transferring 
$15 million from his campaign accounts to Democrats. That includes $5 million from his reelection campaign directly to the DSCC, uh, as well as uh, several million dollars to uh, members uh, that are in tough reelections, as well as some Democratic candidates. That includes Mark Kelly, Raphael Warnock, Catherine Cortez Masto, and Maggie Hassan, all getting $1 million to the victory fund, to their victory funds from Schumer, uh, as well as uh, several different candidates. And so just a big, a big number that Schumer's putting up here, particularly as we've been covering the woes of uh, Republicans in terms of trying to, you know, raise as much money as Democrats in the final stretch of this campaign. That's right. Um, so Schumer has, has almost $40 million in his reelection account. He's up for reelection, doesn't face a serious challenge at all. He's cutting these checks, $15 million, transferring them to the, the DSCC, several members' um, uh, uh, victory funds. Listen, this is hard money, meaning it is money that he's raised for his under under limits for his reelection account. It's a big move. I mean, this is what this is what leaders oftentimes do. He doesn't need the money for himself. Um, uh, and dumping a million dollars into some of these campaign in, into some of these um, victory funds could help these members. And he wants to stay Senate Majority Leader. That's the bottom line here. And he's putting his money where his mouth is. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder that on Thursday morning, Jake and I are going to be interviewing Kathy McMorris Rogers, ranking member on the House Energy and Commerce Committee. We're going to be talking about her priorities going into the next year. That event is uh, sold out for our in-person audience, but you can uh, sign up to watch it virtually at our events hub. Um, Also, please sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.